Welcome to this week's episode, number 14, which was already recorded last week in a similar fashion, but then I messed up and my file got corrupted and was not retrievable or not that it was worth the effort because it would have taken like five hours or something. So this week <laughs> is the week where you get an update on the Kickstarter where we are at and yeah, basically we talk about what we've done so far, why the Kickstarter was rescheduled and what is left. So yeah, all in all, it's not that long until the Kickstarter goes live, which we are really excited about. I'm happy to share everything pretty soon. There are some sneak peeks on Twitter and feel free to hang out and join the community on Reddit. And without further ado, enjoy the listen. Welcome to the podcast, Raphael. Greetings. Good to have you back in 2020. 2020. <laughs> Second take, but we know we I I already told them about that. <laughs> I I read it and yes, I I feel you. <laughs> Sometimes things get lost and it's hard when you can't go back. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of messed up the GarageBand app, but whatever. <laughs> But that's not today's topic. Today's topic is the state of the Kickstarter and what we where we are. And also we'll talk quickly about the reschedule. Yes. And I guess that's just my part, which I just quickly give you a wrap up for the podcast listeners who aren't lurking on the Reddit. But in, in short, we rescheduled the Kickstarter from the 2nd of January to the 22nd. And that is because... In the end, I miscalculated how much work this was. And we tried to squeeze everything in before Christmas so we could then send in the review for the Kickstarter team. But yeah, we we didn't achieve everything before Christmas. So after Christmas, we worked further and more, but we were already all worn out and we were getting very slow with things and everything was just so... Uh, like mm. easy easy things took took forever, and then I had a talk with you, Raphael, if we could reschedule it, like uh, like we have had a talk about it, and we agree that this would make sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> I guess. And that's huh? That's how we came up with the twenty second as a better option with enough time to breathe and get everything done. Yeah, it's uh, and that's why when we rescheduled. I also like how it how it looks nice. It's just from twenty to twenty two. It's like just an, an additional two. Like hey, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you care about how it's things how numbers. That's look that's like. how this works exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Something yeah. I I realized it it would probably not have worked anyway because I completely overlooked that we need to verify our identities, mm. and that takes a few <laughs> work days for the Kickstarter team as well. So yeah, this it it's all fell into place pretty nicely, I guess. Mm -hmm. But yeah, in in that whole process, uh, one one. Interesting quote from the Kickstarter guidelines was it's better to deliver ahead of schedule than behind. And it really got me thinking about all our scheduling and how tight we actually placed things. So in, 
in that regard, we also will release the SPN in April. Like internally, we'll be pushing this as far as possible, but it's mu it makes much more sense to give us breathing space and keep your expectations uh, right. More realistic. Yeah. <laughs> not, not too hopeful, but realistic because March is hopeful and April is, I guess, like maybe a bit pessimistic, but still, like, if something goes wrong, if somebody gets sick... Yeah, if somebody gets sick lose... for two weeks or something, it's... Yeah. yeah. You, you cannot plan for stuff like that and pushing people over uh, such a long period that hard um, is tolling. And so you need to be wary that sometimes stuff like that will happen and um, uh, you need to plan for certain... Yeah downtimes yeah even if you can't predict them <laughs> you need to plan for them <laughs> it, it's something funny because you always you always count with the best case and you plan yes. you, it's easy to plan with the best case and expect nobody to get sick expect no unexpected hurdles to come your way and that's why I verification guess, issues <laughs> yeah <laughs> from the kickstarter team that's why yeah. I guess a lot of teams and projects, uh, they have this as a, like they stumble upon these problems where they miscommunicate their planning and roadmaps. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we, we want to get better at that definitely. And one step was to push the SPN release one month behind. But yeah, today what I wanted to talk about was uh, like what we, what we, accomplished with the kickstarter so far mm -hmm. so people get an idea and then we will also talk about what is left to be done so what what did you work on Raphael, in regards to the kickstarter so my yeah my main responsibilities like what david and i talked about what i can do basically separately from him uh was coming up with ideas um how the packages for the tiers are like what we get in there um, of course the product we're selling is the SPN so it is SPN access that we give away but partly it's um, it's also what what else like yes SPN is the main product but how how much of it what do what is reasonably to give an advantage to Kickstarter customers? Because, um, as I already seen in the Reddit, like there were some discussions about uh, our price. But as David was already mentioning, we have thrice the bandwidth of a regular VPN or something. They only have to pay the bandwidth once because they only have one server, and we have at least three hops, so thrice the the bandwidth for each yeah. connection. Um, so of course we we have higher upkeep costs, um, but still usually with a Kickstarter you give an advantage to those who are the first movers, those who actually want to participate and believe into in the pro uh, project, um, and so uh, how much can we give them? How much of an advantage? How much so, less can we charge? Um, so what and, are the benefits for an early mover? Like for first, it's it is a bit cheaper for them, so they get it for less. Um, the next is 
they will <clears throat> get the first access, of course, especially the one uh, funny one that is highly limited with the uh, very first access. Um, it's a small amount, so if you want to get that, um, you need to act fast. Those will be the first 42 people who can gain access into the network. And afterwards, we will um, let the early birds in first and then all the others. So for us, this is the creation of sort of a waiting wait list as well. Um, we will have maybe a wait list on the website also, but that is then more specialized, like waiting for the Linux release, waiting for the Mac release and talking with people in that regard. But since the SPN launch on the on the Kickstarter is for our SPN windows in April, those people are then based on their tier um, can get access into the network. And that's how is that working. And for the very high tiers, so the, the visionaries who are like um, very resourceful and uh, give us a lot of money, they're like getting a special um, black coin. Uh, it's a challenge coin for those of you who know what a challenge coin is. Um, and it's, it's very limited and we will never uh, produce those challenge coins again. And then there is the enabler tier, which is um, mainly for those who actually, like they think the S Pen is important, but they also understand that the application firewall needs to be done. And they see it themselves as more of enablers for us to, to create uh, powerful privacy tools beyond the SPN. And um, so they get mainly the same thing as the annual plan but um, also get a thank you coin that's also a challenge coin. It has the same weight, but it's not all black. It's not that limited. And it's um, uh, a quality thing, a quality thank you gift as well that we want to actually like um, honor and like give them with, with a lot of gratitude because um, those are the people who actually like as I said, don't just believe that the SPN needs to happen, but that we need more than just um, the SPN. Yeah, even though lives. it's it's not a jest, but it's, it's not sufficient. Like it is a big step for many. It is. And it's a big hop from people who just use VPNs or the Tor browser, um, as in they only protect their browsing, but the SPN can protect your whole computer so that is a big step in that regard but mm -hmm. it's still not at the end goal or the the vision we have the utopia we want to chase for mm -hmm. privacy online yeah which needs a lot more steps like in a good application firewall mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so and also support a mobile and stuff so those are really the t the people who actually see this as uh part of what they want to to change and so they can um, go for the enabler tier and uh, yeah. really help us help us there. Maybe a little side perk with the visionary tier. So this is lifetime access as well. That's and what I wanted I to admit, mention as well. 
I want to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to admit here on the podcast uh, this is inspired by Proton Mail. So Proton Mail uh, had a Kickstarter as well, and they offered lifetime access there as well. And um, so in the description there, a little spoiler here. Um, it's uh, it either says I'm not. I'm honestly not trying to sell this tier. Visionaries know who they are, um, and so I guess those people. Um, they know that they want this uh, or they really, really deeply despise subscriptions. So yeah. if you get the visionary tier, it's lifetime access. Um, and yeah, as I said, inspired by Proton Mail, they do this on somewhat regular basis as well, where they uh, auction away um, lifetime access they... still to, to this day, um, usually with a good cost. Um, but in the early stages, they just had some of them to raise more money to really like get give those those visionaries a chance to um, get the whole thing off the ground and um, into people's hands and gain um, in the long run from it. So, I mean, I yeah. First of all, uh, ProtonMail was on Indiegogo. Just okay. a small Sorry. adjustment. That's not a biggie. But uh, I heard that I saw that the the first ones was directly for uh, the campaign. So the Proton yeah. Mail received it directly, and now it has become one of these things where they have these charity events around it. Yeah, I think it's it's probably crazy how much one such uh, visionary act, lifetime access gets sold for. Yeah, it's. I can't even imagine like if that even counts itself, but it's for a good cause. So, so yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is helping with the reasoning in the end for those people probably as well. Yeah, yeah. and I agree. So, yeah, that's it. Maybe so, I explained the first small tier as well, because I, I myself, the reason we chose to Kickstarter over Indiegogo, maybe to explain this as well, is uh, I myself have some experience with Kickstarters. I backed a couple of Kickstarters myself. I think it's a very reputable uh, website. I dislike Indiegogo in some regards. Um, uh, I, there tend to be a little more shady stuff on Indiegogo <laughs> as well. That's partly why I mistook the ProtonMail crowdfunding to be on Kickstarter because that's where I guess <laughs> uh, I would have expected it. Why, why do you um, feel Indiegogo is shadier than kickstarter because they you get the money anyway like you set a tier where you can do it but you get the money anyway in the end and kickstarter always needs to be novel and always needs to reach its goal to actually get the money so it, if yeah not, it's it, there, there are like more steps you need to take or more they are tighter in what they allow and whatnot exactly yeah. exactly everybody can make it indiegogo but you need to fulfill certain requirements to be on Kickstarter. So that's one of the things. And the other, just as like, as I said, I, I've been on Kickstarter. Uh, maybe it's just that it's green. I like the green of the, the K. I don't know. <laughs> Personal <laughs> you know? preference and experience. Exactly. And whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bi Bias choices happen all the time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And the first tier, so that's what I wanted to say as well. I don't know how it is on Indiegogo, but on Kickstarter, you always get um, some behind the scenes access when you back a project. So usually they um, have a very cheap tier, and we have this as well $2. That's not 
that are two euros, it's not giving you anything besides Kickstarter access. So if you just want to be lurking around in the Kickstarter, seeing our updates there, you can opt for the two euro option, have no commitment to us and just see and read and be able to participate in the conversation I, afterwards. I guess this is also a tier who who maybe like for people who don't have the money to spend just yet, like students or maybe, yeah, people who go to school who want to be part of it, but they maybe don't have a big budget. And mm -hmm. yeah, I, th I like the concept behind this. And we also have this, their reward for every tier to get this, this exclusive behind the scenes access mm -hmm. and which is going to be exciting. And then I have some thoughts about that and maybe we will put, mm -hmm. put in some videos of us working or like mm -hmm. interviewing Pictures. Daniel interviewing Daniel yeah. what he's working on and all these nice yeah. things which we will then yeah where you can get a sure. deeper behind the scenes even deeper than the podcast maybe <laughs> exactly so. yeah yeah looking forward to that as well <laughs> yeah it's gonna be exciting it's it's gonna be fun because I I'm mainly responsible for a community and communication and I'm not in the office so <laughs> Yeah, I will, have, will figure this I will, out. I will have to send some minions filming, filming, filming others while they work or something, <laughs> or interviewing them. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. We will talk about this. But it looks fine. Yeah. So Good. I also wanted to give an overview of what what my work has been so far. So we kicked all of this off. I think it was in beginning of November. We had to rethink and revamp the website back then and we also have a plan on how the website and the kickstarter how they some somewhat fit together so I had to conceptualize a lot of these things the biggest things were conceptualizing everything and also texting like what which message message do we want to deliver in the video which message do we want to deliver in the description and the texts was a lot of work it's it's <laughs> But it's also beneficial, I guess, because we get to know, we understand more how we, who we are and how we can present ourselves. That's also a good process. And yeah, then it was like about the video, when to shoot it, what we want to show in there, uh, get into that stuff. We have a cool team section, which I'm happy to share soon. I, I want to do this on Twitter, actually, so you guys know beforehand uh, where we have each team member, but they are blurred out or they, they have this like standard uh, profile icon. And then one day after the other, we will we will present one of the team. So each day, yeah, you get to know one of <laughs> us and or our employees. Which will be nice. Interesting. Yeah, we have. That's the first time I hear of that as well. So <laughs> it's it's sort of a teaser for me as well, where I'm like, "Ooh, interesting." I don't. I did not know that this is the thing that's going to happen, but it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds good. And we cool. we like we are we are on the website as three founders, but there is mm -hmm. like little background information. You really have to dig yeah. deep to find stuff on us. So that that would be cool to have like a basic overview even for us mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that's why mm -hmm. an update yeah. 
mm. make and this also, more approachable. Yeah, and everybody involved. It's it's been so amazing having all these people help us and work for us. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this, we really have to like show or give them credit too. And this this will help definitely. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But as you all can imagine, as uh, David already was saying we're hustling at the moment so much to get like the basic stuff out for the Kickstarter. Um, it's like this is uh, this is just in the pipeline. So <laughs> that's partly why it's not done yet. It's all like that's partly why we did the, the podcast as well, so that we can have a different format for all of this and maybe like get the work shifted in a way that it's not like coding on the website, thinking of the design audio is different. So you can release it in a different way and the work is different and stuff. So I guess this was partly maybe because reasoning for the podcast. Yeah. That too. It's more approachable. It's one is it's being, it is more approachable and it's also for me, I feel it's a quick medium to communicate like writing a blog about all these these things it will take several hours and mm -hmm. with a podcast it's we sit together for half an hour or an hour i mean i, I hope <laughs> it's not too unprofessional what we do because i know there are podcasts out there who take days to produce yeah but yeah that's that's the two main points i'd say it's it means people can uh Get, get a good look behind the scenes and have a good exactly. look of who we are and it's not too hard to produce mm. yeah yeah overproduction i would say would make us a little bit more unlike uncredible um as well uncredible is that the right thing like to it, it would take something away the, the way how we set it up and how this is, I think, more conversational. I mean, now you're getting this exact thing behind the scenes where we talk <laughs> about this live, yeah. where we're like the reasoning for the podcast and why do we do it and why do we do it in this way? It's mainly so that we can um, communicate to all of you what our thinking is, what our reasoning is, why we do the thing that we do without preparing and over-preparing it too much um you know yeah that's that's a good point otherwise it's much easier in a conversation because you have somebody else like i i see you and you're like reacting to what i'm saying and if i'm saying something that could be interpreted wrong i guess you would say something so i'm feeling much more comfortable just just talking and explaining the reasoning behind stuff and knowing that you can ask a question and if uh, the people on the Reddit have a question as well, then we just like answer it on, in the next week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I try to answer them all in the subreddit as well, but yeah, but we can some follow talk. up. Yeah. Some follow up, some deeper, some deeper answers. All can happen in the podcast. Yeah. And then what has happened so far with the Kickstarter? Like one one major thing is the SPN, the Safe and Privacy Network, our product um, got visualized a lot better. Mm -hmm. Like Luke did an amazing job with that. It's mm -hmm. up on Twitter already. I also linked it in the Reddit and I can link it um, in the podcast as well. Yeah, maybe do but, that. Yeah, it's 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 amazing seeing it 
like mm-hmm. uh, and making it more understandable for an average person what it is and how it protects your privacy and this this is cool and will also be featured in the video so yeah a lot has happened in these two months i'd say um yeah we've we've hustled a lot (laughs) that's true so i wanted to take a look on what is left to be done Mm -hmm. what what do you know the video isn't finished yet i mean (laughs) video (laughs) in general so as far as i know it's it's pretty it like is in its finishing stages yeah the, the concept is done but now we have to like flesh it out a bit more. Mm, and the recording is done as well, as far as I know. Yeah, the recording is done. The audio will be edited and improved by Tabita, who just yeah. recently joined us. Exactly. So you'll get to know her in the uh, tweets and also in the Kickstarter then. Mm-hmm. And yeah and the other things that are that need to be done are mainly like organizational in the background and maybe some fine finalizing touches on the text as far as i understand because i already spoiler alert i already showed uh, the draft of it to a couple of people who i know uh, yeah. and people who uh back stuff on kickstarter as well and they already like were very impressed how far we are so it's it's um I think we're all like it looks very finished. Um, it's just a polishing kind of work, and it's just like finalization um, sort of it's, thing that needs to happen. Yeah, it's it's a lot of polishing, but also like adding some smaller texts which aren't there yet, or improving them, or improving some smaller aspects. You you mentioned like we have these goodies, mm-hmm. and as it is now, it the uh, kickstarter communicates uh, the the goodies are included in the price but mm. it's actually just an option to then for those who are, who want to have extra goodies and who are willing to share their physical address that they can pay up and get extra goodies like stickers or a, a, a pin, pin yeah. or a patch or a patch <laughs> a saw on patch it's uh yeah yeah, so it's just experimenting a bit like what do, what do you understand when reading it and then maybe revamping it a bit so it's clearer and polishing as well. And the, the biggest one is probably like even though the Kickstarter has a lot of information in it, it often links to blog posts and mm-hmm. some of those blog posts aren't uh, written yet. So that is something I will have to. <laughs> oh, I did not know do this. Well. <laughs> I understand. Okay. Well. Yeah, but that's that's like it's okay because we, if we if everything goes to plan, we will uh, f- file the campaign in for review for the team on Tuesday or Wednesday. So then we even we have more than a week left, and then the Kickstarter is quote unquote done. And then I can focus on making the blog posts, which then extend upon that. It's and the concepts for them are done as well, so it's not that big of a deal. But it's still work to be <laughs> to be done. Yeah, mm-hmm. just some mm-hmm. some links. Like yeah, the coolest one will be the comparison to the VPNs and how we compare to Tor. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> the question we get quite frequently, of course. As you can imagine, it's it's the most 
asked question for sure and it will be it, it will stay the most yeah asked question because we're those are like this is the competition this is the state of the art and we're improving on on what is like happening currently and we're we're different and we need to explain how we're different and why you you want to pay for our service more than yeah. for some vpns i mean I, there are premium vpns out there as i well, don't I guess <laughs> i don't like the word competition too much because yeah. like tor and us we are not competitors we are solving a different problem we are yeah, similar products but tor and the spn are solving two different problems we we are solving the privacy problem <laughs> mainly <laughs> like in and like easy it's not easy but for um the the user it's we are focusing on an easy way to to improve privacy like in a big way and we are not that focused on the security part yet but still like when spn is fleshed out and battle proven i think I'm I'm not hesitating picking a fight with Tor. <laughs> uh, we need a little that's, bit that's, more time. That's that's not that, this is too. Uh, that's the word in German this, that that says "Großgoschat," like you have a big mouth. <laughs> <laughs> too big mouth. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Tor, Tor is almost two decades old, or even even older actually, because it before yes. it went public. So we we yes. are yeah. Like we we have so much uh, land to conquer, yes. Where people don't know about privacy or don't care about privacy, mm -hmm. we can and we can coexist. Part. We can coexist with Tor without any problems. Yes. So no, I agree. I yeah, agree. But we, still, we, I don't want to pick a fight with Tor. <laughs> no, me neither. Me neither. And the, and you're totally right in that regard. That we, the first part is getting more people into privacy and more yeah. people getting like as I already said in in older podcasts. For me, this whole thing of this crowd immunity is such an important part of it. And getting people to know and to understand why they need more privacy, why they need to do something, that's much, uh, much more important. And yeah. yes, protecting your um, your devices is a, a step towards more privacy. But if all your information is on Facebook and in Google anyway, well, then your device can be as protected as as it can be possibly um if you share all this information on those platforms well then you're not a more private person so well <laughs> it's well, it's more yeah. about um the whole thing advancing on privacy advancing that's, people that's true. into that yeah. direction getting them to understand this in a more better and deeper way yeah definitely it's but it's it's a process, and I I I'd say competitors are more like we we see us as a VPN on steroids, if that is maybe a term. But a lot of like VPNs on the one hand they solve another problem as well, like having a secure connection to another destination to your work office or whatever. But a lot of the VPNs they promote themselves as a privacy solution, but mm -hmm. most of them are not. Like there are legitimate mm -hmm. ones out there, but the amount of false marketing is is ridiculous it's and misleading and uh, it's mm -hmm. so them i much much rather those mis misleading vpns 
I much I'd much rather uh, call competitors or evil competitors. <laughs> but yeah, don't want to yeah touch it's, too much the, the Torque topic. <laughs> <laughs> no, regarding VPNs, maybe because you said misleading. Some of the YouTubers I actually like when they do ads for VPNs, they they sometimes have, I guess, to say stuff, or I don't know, but that's straight, like, wrong and, like, as you said, misleading. And this is always, cr like, cringes me, and I'm like, oh, no, it's not, like... When they spread false information, it's, it's exactly. like, yeah, a part me of you using a VPN. <laughs> Me using a VPN doesn't protect like Amazon from being hacked. That's not how this works. <laughs> and sometimes I think I heard something along those lines and I'm like, well, you don't understand what a VPN is doing. Or they make you say something that's completely wrong. And I'm like, well. <laughs> yeah. The, the fun thing about this or the fitting thing is I also fleshed out a concept with Daniel where we will write about the state of the VPNs mm -hmm. and talk about some misconceptions which are widespread mm -hmm. which is will also be linked from the kickstarter so <laughs> work to a be done that is is going to be written always yeah <laughs> a block that is going to be written but that's about it actually it's cool it's coming together which is exciting it's it's also it was very encouraging when you talked about the reactions of the people you showed it to because it is already it's coming together and this mm -hmm. is this is nice and encouraging and it's the last stretch and for you as well the listeners it's only 12 more days and mm -hmm. yeah it's it's, <laughs> it's gonna be fun mm -hmm. i agree so thanks as always rafael yeah. thanks the listeners you can always check us out on our reddit if you didn't know already and otherwise, yeah, have a great week. And we are excited to soon be talking about the launch. Yeah. When it's happened. Great. Till it's then. Two more weeks. Yeah. See ya.